Welcome, welcome, welcome back, y'all. This here be Zoe and my co-host. Lady Z, what's pop locking? We up in here. I was, I was gonna get off the boat. I was about to go put my foot out. Oh, okay, that works. Like that. I ain't gonna get it. It's like a real awkward right now, but anyway. That I can do. But welcome back, y'all, to A Seat at the Table. This is part two of Sex intimacy and vulnerability yes and honey we are still at malibu yes y'all live with the waves in the yes, background this doing one was thing. trying to figure out where to put his foot i know <laughs> it's <but> officially it's... <laughs> resting outside <laughs> of the, the window. <laughs> out the window not the door but just out the whole window you mind know. you i ain't rolled down my window since we got here <laughs> and i'm sitting in the same position oh my goodness with my bomb kicks on but all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just to recap, y'all. So part one, we just—it's okay. <laughs> part one, we just went over just um just 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 some interesting uh uh little tidbits or A stories that we found throughout the week, and then we just touched on intimacy and vulnerability. So. We're actually now going to move into, I guess, the more darker territory of this Ooh, part. honey. And that is <sighs> sexual abuse, trauma, and sexual demons. Mm-hmm. You, you go ahead. Mm-hmm. You go there with that one because you... <laughs> I'm trying not to. I'm really... I'm trying to be good. So, here's the deal. Um, I was on Instagram... Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll start there. I yeah. was on <laughs> I was on Instagram oh, it was probably a couple of nights ago. It and was. I saw this thing and I wanna bring it up because I don't think I could even do the picture justice. Yes. Oh, yeah, and what God. came with it. I, I really don't know if I could do it justice because it was that that graphic. Deep. It was that graphic. Yes. Yeah. But um Okay, let me scroll down. There we go. Bam, found it. All right, so sex demons are real, but y'all not ready to talk about that was um, the caption. And then you see this chick. um, She's, it's not even a bed. That's the weird part. It's like, it looks like it's just like a, um, it looks like it's kind of like a bench with like a sheet on it. I guess. And it's a, um, and then she's on, she's doggy style as far as mm-hmm. how she's sitting. And she's, you can see her reflection in a mirror, but then you see this demon behind her. Well. Clearly getting it in, like clearly, like hitting it from the back. But you, and, but the thing is, it's not. Um, they gra- they uh, kind of pixelated. Yes, they blurred. They it. P- pixelated and blurred out the the actual like part. The yeah, but you can see his horns. You can see the whole Baphomet head. You can see his tail, <laughs> and the fact that he's like grabbing her head and grabbing her arm, and she's. And the interesting part about it, I never, I didn't notice this before. If you look in the reflection, she just sees her. Well. There's nothing else in that reflection. And her face looks like she's gotten beat up. It's all red and everything. But if you look at the reflection, it looks like it's just her. But if you see, like, the actual picture, it's this whole demon. 
Yeah, yeah. And that is what prompted us to talk about <laughs> the sex demons. Because it is true. That is real. Um, I've had... I mean, for this, it goes into the, the um, sacred exchange of energies and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And what happens when um, a man enters a woman's womb and what happens when the woman decides to, you know, kind of take the man and all of the seed. Um, and I want to go there for a hot second because... Let's go there, girl. <laughs> Let's just go there. I'm trying to fix my word, y'all, because it, it is graphic. Uh, I, I would recommend if you got teenagers listening. I don't even know if this is the best thing for them. Honestly, it might be the best thing for them so they don't be going nowhere. But anyways, digressing. Um, but as far as the, the picture, it got me to think, and the downside is to be real 100, that picture isn't even what got me, um, like had me tripping out or anything. That picture reminded me of my past. Um, I have, and not even to say I've had a lot of experiences in that arena, but I know what it's like to be in a position that one, I'm truthfully not supposed to. Two, my flesh led me there because I wanted to get it. And three, the 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 other side of that, and all of the hell that I went through trying to break that off. That man, like that, that reminded me of my past. Mm. <laughs> and I. And I thank God it's my past and not my current. Okay. Amen. But that stuff is real. And I think we minimize, we always, we we as people minimize sex to being a release. We minimize it to being Uh, um, just to get, just to get it off and get it done um, and act and that's it. But there's so many repercussions because every time a man um, enters into a woman, Let's not even shoot. I won't even hit the women yet. Every time a man enters into the woman, there's a piece of his seed everywhere. So there's a little bit of him left in everything. And these seeds came from you. So those seeds that came from you are going to grow into something. Talk about it. I won't even hit that yet. So that's that. I won't even go all the way into that one. But let's go to the women. Where a piece of you leaves every time another man hits it and you become a shell of yourself and don't don't even get into the aspect of having of getting pregnant well um and you know for many of for many people um planned parenthood and abortion is a form of uh is a form of um of ensuring that you're not having too many kids instead of (laughs) Instead of actually being used, yeah, we'll leave that one alone. It's it's a form of uh, preventative measures, and a bit of you leaves then as well. He's so I'm just I'm I I need to pause because I'm trying to fix all this, and I got this thing in my brain. <laughs> I really do, and I I don't want to articulate it yet. It's just it's I'm dancing around what I see, and I don't even want to talk about what I see. But that picture, y'all, it um spiritual word is the IG that had it up there, and there was like a whole dialogue for like mm-hmm. six different um six different slides. 
and she was just then the lady that was speaking she was or typing she was going in and everything that she said was very true like women you have anything entering your room anything enters your room and you nurture it because we're created to do that you're nurturing a freaking demon Half the time and don't even know it. I was gonna make a, outside, I was gonna make a comment, but I'm gonna just keep it to myself. Outside of, because outside of you know the possible pregnancy, outside of all that stuff in the act itself, that man left his stuff in there. Whatever that man's dealing with, look. Let me tell you how real it was for me in hearing. Look, and and seeing that, and it's just one example. I had I was with this guy. And it took me a long time to actually forgive him for everything that he did. But please believe that I didn't know he he I didn't know how abusive he was. He never abused me by the grace of God, but I, I saw the remnants of his exes and their previous relationships um with him. I did not know he dealt with suicide so bad, rejection, um he uh, he was abused, so therefore he was an abuser. I saw all of that. And I would like to put out there the fact that I dealt with suicide not too long after dealing with him. And actually, I lost my virginity to that man. And I was suicidal. I remember being in the shower and something telling me to hang myself. And I was like, but wait, I wasn't suicidal before then. And... I had quit drinking a long, um, not a long time before I met him, probably like four or five years before I met him. And after dealing with him, I went back to drinking wine, but I was knocking out the really, like not just the one regular bottle of wine, but the real thick, big bottle that's like two of those bottles put together. I was knocking those back at least sometimes twice a day, depending on the day, just to go to sleep. He's the one who had a drinking issue and a depression issue. I was depressed, I was suicidal, and I was back to drinking. And let's add the fact, ah, that I was in youth ministry at the time. So I'm also laying hands on these people. Kids, laying hands, praying on, you know, at the altar. I'm doing all this on the back end. And it's interesting that all, that I don't even know I don't even know the consequences of that because I believe in a transference of things. But all of my craziness, all the stuff I dealt with was because I had this this thing, this guy with all these demons that were his bedmates all in me. That was the problem. That was the issue. I'm barely making it to church. Then I want to sit here and try to be in warfare. For, no. That sounds crazy. But that's what it was. Wow. So that was that's my little example of um, <laughs> allowing demons to just enter in and do whatever they do. because it, And he was the portal to them. It took me about almost 10 years to officially get all of that out my system. Mm -hmm. And then I had to try to figure out and separate what was what was that what what influenced the changes in me because of that experience and what was actually real.
it's not worth it. It's not. it's not worth it. It's not for whatever reason that we choose to do stuff and choose to entertain and choose to allow something into our space and into our purpose. It's not worth it. Mm-mm. All right, I'm done. <laughs> well, I mean, no, like you for touched, now. <laughs> well, no, because I mean, you brought up an important concept that that is so. It happens every day, and whether we're conscious of it or not, whether we recognize it or not, is and that's transference. We transfer every day emotion, thoughts, ideas, you know, vulnerabilities from our heart, truths from our heart, negatives from our heart. We transfer everything, like, whether it's a parent to a child, a man to a woman, a a kid to another kid, a woman to another woman, a man to another man. We're transferring things daily. So naturally, when you're in an intimate space, such as sex with another person, one-on-one, when it's supposed to be intimate and vulnerable, naturally, again, and that's what I'm saying, intimacy is powerful because whether you, because whether you know it or not, you're still transferring something, whether it's your depression, whether it's your anger. That's why for a lot of people, when they say it's a release, whether it's just something fun to do, it's because you're, it's because temporarily you're transferring that whatever it is you're not trying to deal with, you're putting it on somebody else. Yep. Whether you conscious, whether you know it or not, I'm just gonna put it out there. You're doing it, even if you ain't got no STDs or no STIs, you're transferring that. And in the case of sexual assault and sexual abuse, big time, you're transferring something onto onto an innocent. It could be it could be a child, another woman, another man. Big time, you're transferring something because. Whether it's you've dealt with a lifetime of rejection, whether it's you're sociopathic, narcissistic, you just want to get your jollies off, egotistical, whatever, a pedophile, whatever, you're transferring that stuff. Hence why sexual demons are real. Pedophilia in and of itself is a perversion. Come on. Rape of any kind is a perversion. Physical assault on top of sexual abuse is a perversion. Verbal, emotional, mental abuse is a perversion that comes from a sexual demon, whether we want to talk, whether we know it or not. Because again, these are the things that people have to deal with. Just like ladies, again, like you talked about, those after effects, those remnants, that transference that you put on them, they now have to deal with. Right. Which is why for a lot of people, they don't want to deal with nobody. They close off. Mm -hmm. Or in some cases, even some people do the opposite and go out there and be promiscuous. Mm -hmm. Why? Because because either you're not trying to deal with it or it's too much and you can't take it. You can't deal with it. Mm -hmm. But either way it goes, it's not on you. It's whoever inflict that, whatever demon put that on you. Hmm. Well, 
because I've met, because I've met, I've talked to people, I've heard cases of that happening, and it's interesting that you you share your experience because when we look at the perpetrator or when we look at somebody who commits those types of things mm-hmm. onto someone, if you really look at those side effects and look at that person, you see the connection. Because what's because the most common the most common emotion people feel after being abused and traumatized is fear. Rejection. Rejection. A nervousness. Emasculation or lack of worth. Right. And all of these things, when you look at the perpetrator, they feel that on a daily basis. They may not articulate it, but that's what they feel. They don't feel like they're somebody. They've been rejected. They're afraid of being rejected again. And all of that anger, all of those lies, all of that betrayal, they felt that from somebody in their life that they deemed important, that they deemed, you know, that this person loved me, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And they turned out to be not the case. Well. And so what ends up happening, instead of dealing with it, instead of getting help, instead of talking about it, instead of calling, instead of calling out what it is that they're going through and that they're experiencing, they transfer it to somebody else. Right. And they keep transferring it. And those people hopefully aren't transferring it again, out there again. But that's what happens. It's a constant transference of somebody else's pain Uh that they chose not to deal with. Uh Uh And so we can, and and so again, in, in terms of this conversation, we'll call it a sexual demon. Because more often than not, People use sex as a means of escape, to cope, to release, to feel good. But it's like, those are only, and why it's so perverted now, and why people call sex what it is just sex, is because you're not really dealing with the underlying issue. You're not dealing with either your issues or somebody else's issues that were put off on you. That you got to take time to deal with. Because transference is real. This thing is an ongoing cycle. Whether we're aware of it or not. That, you know, a lot of times we don't ask for it and it happens. And people wonder why that is. Like, why did this happen to me? Just taking a step back and realizing that it's unfortunate that this did happen to you. And I do apologize for that. But if you want the truth, this person has an issue that they're dealing with that for too long, they've allowed it to run their life and ruin their life. And those survivors, those warriors, those overcomers, those conquerors who have came through what you went through, whether it be consensual or not, Mm -hmm. I commend you all. 
and may God continue to bless you guys, protect you, and hopefully lead you to the right one. Because that type of demon, that type of pain, that type of transference should nobody have to experience. Should nobody have to go through. Go ahead. You know, I'm done. you already. I'm done because I want to yell out right now, but I can't. I know. And I, I want to cuss. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Shoot. But no. And see. It's just dark and you ugly. Were saying it's true. And the thing about it is, we have to look at the real cul- culprit in all of this. And it is the enemy. And yes. we do allow things, be, either out of ignorance we allow things, or because it looks. Oh, because it's our norm, we allow things. Well, we allow stuff. Um, and it's not saying that it's your fault that you allow something. If you become conditioned to something, whatever that something is, and it looks normal, or if it's, or if you've been sheltered so much, and you literally, and that's where the ignorance comes in, and not in, not in a negative way, like you ignorant, but in a way of you just don't know your naivety is real. You have, a lot of times we can open up ourselves up to, and that's where pedophilia, Jesus, God help me. Because pedophilia, them babies don't know. Corey Feldman was a little kid. Shoot, so many of the black black people and blacks that I, my family, look, mm-hmm. my sister, kids don't know any better. They being touched inappropriately. They're being raped. I mean, so many cultures, that's the case. But I'll focus, you know, on what I know, which is my folks. Amen. But that they don't know. And the thing is, is that that's a spirit that's right. that is being impressed upon that's them. Right. And then they grow up and either they could have they could it could manifest in a way of pedophilia or it can manifest in the way of promiscuity or it can manifest in the way of I'm shutting it all the way down. And so if the Lord wanted to even have you. Um, get married or have some type of ministry where it involves you being intimate with someone else and intimate not like that but intimate you know that ain't even gonna go down because you already and then, and then there goes whatever destiny and purpose that mm-hmm. that's in you that will never make it out so the real culprit is the enemy the real cul- mm-hmm. culprit is that demon and it's interesting because as my awesome brother was speaking co-host is over here Future Dr. Zoe. That's what I told him. I'm going to call him Future Dr. Zoe. Amen. That's We're going right. to speak it. That's right. Romans 6, uh, between verses 15 and 23, um, talks about being a slave to sin and mm. then being made a slave uh, uh, to righteousness. It's like an either or. That's right. And there's no, and the thing is, is that um, at quiet as it's kept, Everybody had an issue with that verse, even the folks that was listening to Paul say it while it was being written in the Bible. Because they're like, what do you mean? I'm not a slave. I'm no one's slave. We're not even under that dispensation of like that, like literally. And their response was, that's not even our family line. And then I can hear that. And, and that was then in the in biblical times. Now, let's think about now a slave. I'm not. I, I do me. What you talking about? Heather. This is my truth. What What, what you talking about? Oh, you, you don't ever do you. Either you a slave to sin or a slave to righteousness. Patterns become habits. Habits get conditioned. And what you repeat. Mm-hmm. And like so, a slave, you're going to keep doing. And you doing you isn't even you doing you. You are under the... The thing is, is that 
and you and any person wanting to get free by themselves and just be them. Ooh, you're luck. never free by yourself good and luck. just be you. Good luck. Like you're, that's never the case. That just do me. That's a spirit too. Well, if you let, let's be real. Well, that's a spirit too. Because in you doing you, other folks get hurt. In you doing you, you get your own daggone self hurt. Well, let's be real. Well, talk so, about it. Talk about it. Look, <laughs> I'm trying to calm no, down. No, for real. Because I'm tired. Like I'm tired of hearing like, and this is and this isn't personally to you. This is like. Because you're not the only one I, I hear other people say it too. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of other. I'm tired of people here and say, "Don't judge me." I'm tired of hearing people say, "I'm just doing me." Don't judge me. I'm tired of hearing that because you do that yourself first, right? Before anybody else, right? Oh, anything. Yeah, my you don't do that. You do you do that first. <laughs> Look, and this is something I share, and this is something I share with with those in my family, and people need to understand. What judgment means? A judgment is only reserved is only reserved to God, and rightfully so, because a judgment is a final verdict on something and somebody. Come through Webster's dictionary. If Come I through. say if I'm judging you, that means I'm looking at you. I'm taking into account everything you've been do and are going to do, and say, you know what? Uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't like you. At this point, it's only an opinion because you only lived for what a good twenty, a twenty years of your life. I don't know how much longer you gonna live. Well, and it's not a and it's not a judgment. Well, because Lord willing, He grants you another thirty, forty, fifty plus years of your life to get it better. Mm-hmm. So it's not a judgment. You're right. Only God can judge you, and rightfully so. So stop saying, don't judge me. Because automatically that lets me know, you know what you're doing is wrong on some level, or you know what you're doing is not okay. And you shouldn't be doing it. Or even when it comes to the truth, or even when it comes to you wanting to admit something to somebody and you say, don't judge me when I tell you this. You're you're already thinking that I'm going to write you off without you even saying anything. You doing that yourself. You ain't even give me the opportunity. Matter of fact, you judging me. Because you thinking this is how I'ma be. Right. If you tell me something. You don't know what my reaction is. I'm gonna have an opinion for sure. <laughs> so you Chad. might as well just go ahead and accept that. I'ma have an opinion. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna give you no judgment because I know like you and me, we human. Mm-hmm. I know you like me, you got time to correct it. And hopefully you use that time to correct it. And hopefully you do have the time to correct it. Right. Because it's tomorrow, I promise. No, scripture says it's not. And that's and that is something you and God got to have that conversation with. Right. Because again, opinion, yes, I'm going to have. But I don't have no judgment for you. The Lord only could do that. Look. And the thing is, the downside to the only God can judge me aspect is that that is the downside. Only God can judge you. Do you want to be? Please don't in that say position? that. Do you want to just okay. live life and be in right. that position so that when it does come time for things, because he's a just God, he's mm. not biased. No, so he's just going to he's going to go off of everything that we did. And also too, he going and also too, he going to bring up to every opportunity he gave you to get better. Right. That you did not take to repent. 
to say, look, I, I'm look to to choose his like, way instead of right instead of you doing you quote unquote you choose his way. Dying and don't even know it. Look, come on. Well, let let's look. Well, to get back on. Yeah, but segue back. Yes, like Lord have mercy. See y'all. We might mess around and have a part three messing with y'all. <laughs> but no, seg- <laughs> no, but segueing back again. Yes. These type of people, whether they know it or not, quote unquote, without saying it, yeah, they are doing them. Yeah. They're living life, not caring about the consequences, not caring about other people, not caring about what hurt they do, what hurt their passing along because they're caught up on their hurt. And they're still a puppet. They're still a slave to what Lady Z was talking about. They're still a slave to the old way. Tell that truth. Tell that truth. That's the truth. Go to Romans 6, like she said, y'all. Uh-huh. You want to talk about Round it. Round verse 15. Round verse 15. <laughs> there, too. Because, again, y'all, like, this, you know, and it's interesting, segueing a little bit, there was an article in in the magazine I had mentioned um, earlier in, in part one, and... Um, one of the ladies talked about how she, you know, she was a, she was a, she was a survivor of sexual abuse and how she talked about the biggest thing is the betrayal. The biggest thing is the lies and, you know, and that is so big. And those are one of those, again, one of those things that gets transferred because, you know, when reject, when rejection, when betrayal happens, there's an automatic discord that sets if yeah. you don't if you don't catch it. And for some, and for most of us human beings, we amplify that discord so much so that it's it's beyond just that person now. Right, right. It's everybody in this world, Whew. and so. When I read it, I was just so, um, you know, I applaud her courage to share her story. It's a lie. But, yeah, that betrayal, that transference, those lies, that, you know, just just that whole dark cloud that is sexual abuse. The manipulation. That. The gaslighting, the everything is just. It's just dark. It's just dark. It is just so dark. And it's. And. It breaks my heart because. Again, as. Again, as we. As we mentioned prior to of just. It all goes back somewhere. The more it gets spread, the longer that thread goes, and kind of seg and kind of touching on what you talked about of of a woman and the release as a man, or just women too who are out there being promiscuous. It's you're spreading you're spreading that cord because whether we know it or not, this is something I share with my friend. The more of yourself you give to people, mm-hmm. you're creating this invisible thread right. that connects you. To that person. And the more partners you have, the more you go out there and just do you and, 
you know, put yourself, your body, and expose yourself to the possibility of hopefully not catching a sexually transmitted disease, like, you're attaching that thread to different people. Right. And it creates this web, this chain, this fishnet, if you will, of... Of traits. Of pain. Of, yeah, traits. Of just... Because you're going to have... Because the thing is, is that 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 fishnet, that uh, it's meant to catch stuff. So the thing is, is that everything that is being left behind... You it's stuck, so there's certain traits, there's certain um aspects. I mean, I I know I actually know of a few women that at this point in their lives, because of all of the mess that they've gone through with men Mm -hmm. and that they've allowed themselves to be subjected to, because some some stuff they honestly didn't know about, other stuff they were like, Well, they settled Mm -hmm. at this point the way they handle relationships they handle it like men like yeah. in the net, not and not the good the good thing, not the, the good the guy. sticking yeah. and moving yeah shoot the jumping from one thing to, to another, another. uh huh i know plenty of women that that's the case cuz they're like i'm over it i'm done i'm i'm just done and a lot and i know for uh, specifically for a lot of women mhm they're like okay i'm so done that I'm just over it with the men. Forget it. I'm just going to deal with women. Well. Still got the same issues, though, because you then have other yeah. fucking women that you're dealing with. Yeah. And it's 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 just time to... So then you go from one aspect of perversion because your, your whole womb... Right. Yeah. Because your whole womb is actually supposed to give life and not death. It's supposed to birth things. Uh, not uh, things that are of life, not things that come straight from a demon and from a demon spawned seed from a man or from whatever was put into you mm-hmm. that didn't come from nothing but some pain, didn't come from nothing but some brokenness, didn't come from nothing but some extra abuse that that person already went through and has decided to pass it on. Well, but your womb still functions as that. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 deep and it's layered and it's 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 just time to really talk about it and heal. <laughs> yeah, just stop, talk about it and heal because yes. before you start hopping to other people, I and I I mean, I know some people personally, and not even hop, just wait until. But that's what we do as a society. You know, you know, because you even see it on TV shows like, oh, it's been a year since you dated or it's been six months since y'all broke up. You should find somebody else or it's been three months. Why aren't you dating somebody else? Even if there was abuse involved, you it's tell been people. a year. So why aren't you dating somebody else? Wait, I got to heal. But the thing is, is that. The common thing. There's something wrong with you if you're not dead. We don't care if you've been abused. We don't care about that. No. And if you want to tell people what's really wrong with you, tell them, tell them all of this. Look. Tell them I'm dealing with some traits, some baggage that ain't mine. Look, That's been passed on by me right. from somebody else who got it from somebody else 
who got it from somebody else. So I'm dealing with a whole lot, whether you know it or not. And to be honest, you need to stop kicking around the people who try to rush your healing. Right. Quiet as it's kept, because more than likely, they doing the same doggone thing. Right. Come on now, like minds. Right. That's and it is funny you brought that up because it got me thinking about. I'm sure you probably heard of it. Um, the the girl April from Love and Hip Hop, and how she she broke up with Amorian, then got with Fizz, and now wants to be with both Fizz and his baby mama. I'm just like. I heard about that. I'm just looking like. wrong with you. Well, we know what's wrong with you. Because if we're talking about April, we're talking about she she did um, the uh, marriage boot camp. She did, yep. She was with him, yep. And April talked about her stepfathers and mother's boyfriends, how, well, how shoot, one of them was like, if I can't have you, nobody can, and try to push both of them out of a moving car. Well... She talked all about um, how she was abused and how she she ended up going the stripper route because that's what she knew. Well, that's where that that's what she she's always known it because hey she was abused for it. Well, and she dealt with women, so you strip to please the the abusers because that's the faces that you remember. Mm-hmm. You get with the woman because you remember because you are that. And that's what you're comfortable with. That's what you found comfort in. Right. But you're getting with a woman that's broken already. Because if we're looking at the women that you've dealt with, they all had problems. Well. So, cycle. A nice. Cyclical. Vicious cycle. It's a big old cycle. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't even. It, the thing is, is that you don't know. You don't know what's. A, the, ah, and it's crazy because for her. It was pointed out in the marriage boot camp, mm-hmm. like she. It was pointed out by the counselors because that's what they do. They mm-hmm. they were they are working with counselors. These right. people are licensed doctors, and they're able to practice therapy. And in working with her, and us, and you know, working with her for however long they were at the marriage boot camp, she left. She was done. She finished up that boot camp, determined to see through to herself and knowing who she is getting to know her for herself and it's interesting when we don't have we don't when we don't take the time and not knock a marriage boot camp but when we don't take the time to truly heal or even to have an experience like that but yet not continue to carry it we go right back to well yeah and that's the and i'm so glad you brought that up because one thing especially minorities populations need to understand about therapy is that therapy is an ongoing thing yes it happens after it happens during while you're in there when you and it happens when you go home and even after you get terminated it isn't just something to where oh you recognize a problem oh you walk on it while you're there you practice it a little bit for a few months and then that's it no it's an ongoing thing because your life up until this point 
whether you're in your mid-20s, late-20s, 30s, especially, like, it's like, for that span of time, this has been your reality. And you, and those of us who go through therapy have to now rewrite that. And we have to override that continuously for years, even afterwards, to make sure we stay in a healthy place. Make sure that we stay with this new mindset. Because it took you how long to get that mindset? It will take you at least half as long to get out of that mindset. And then the same amount of time to to operate in that new one. So, I want to add some scripture to it. Come on with it. That's what we're here Ooh. for. So, Matthew, actually, I remember this being in Matthew, and I want to say in Luke as well, talks about, and this is uh, honestly a verse about um, about warfare, because it talks about binding mm-hmm. the strong man right. and sweeping the house clean. However... Also within that same scripture, after you bound the strong man, you swept the house clean, cleaned it all up. Um, you have to fill the house again with something else because if those same demons that were kicked out of the house during the sweeping of it being clean and all that, mm-hmm. then demons will come back oh, yeah. and they will see the empty house and bring back seven more that are stronger than it. And so the person ends up being worse off. So if you're going to go through some type of healing, it's just like if we were to go through some type of surgery and we have our stitches. That's right. And we only keep our stitches for a week, though the surgery, um, the turnaround time is at least three months. But we kept our stitches for a week and that was it. And we just went about business as usual. Not only will you need surgery again, you could die. Because there could be an infection. Why? Because it got worse. Shout out more. We talked about this. It's true. Like, it's even when it's even when you go to a nutritionist or your doctor and they say you need to change your diet. Uh-huh. You know, for however long you've been on this earth, that span of time, you were thinking your diet was okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, you may have heard a little bit like, oh, girl, you need to change that or... Hey, you know, hey, dude, like, again, you need to, like, kind of slow down a bit. You may have heard that little in there, but once a doctor or somebody tells you, like, yo, you got to switch this up. This is what you need to do. That's a lifestyle from here on out. Yeah. And it's scary because it's like, yeah, we have to now commit to this and we don't like it. But as with everything the long the long term the long term gratification not the instant the delay gratification the long term reward is is that you're better off and with let, everything you're better off look let let me sidebar on that exactly what you said and flip flopping because sometimes with diets we like to go back and forth just like we like to do with people and in relationships we like to go back and forth flip-flop like all right i'm off them nah i'm not off them wait no i'm off them or i'm not gonna eat that wait no i'm gonna eat that or no okay no i'm good this week no next week you're different Mm -hmm. 
I talked to a person recently and she was telling me about her sister who had uh, who's now deceased. Mm-hmm. Her sister was known for doing multiple diets. Wow. Like she always did a different diet, trying to tr- trying to try something different and not necessarily saying that um and honestly, her thing was she wouldn't stay consistent. And her flip-flop was always real. Like, she would go from one extreme diet to another, lose a whole lot of weight, gain it all back. It happened. It ended up causing issues with her liver so that when she got, when the um, autopsy was done, her liver and other, um, other areas near her liver showed the effects of the multiple diets that she was on. Her body showed the flip-flop. Yeah, you can't bounce around. You can't do that. So I wonder how your spirit shows the flip-flop. In your mental health. Right? But let's put that together. Your emotional well-being. Because we liken... um, we And and, and if we're looking at spiritual warfare and looking at the spiritual side of things, we can liken... The double-minded man that's unstable in all his ways, mm-hmm. as told in James 1, we can liken that to schizophrenia. Well. So if we're being honest. And there's more where that came from, but this ain't about that, so I won't go there. But that flip-flop, and the thing is, is that getting back to the cycle of abuse, that's why there's a cycle. Mm-hmm. That's why there's all, because the thing is, if we're not consistent and, and saying no, if we're not consistent and sticking with our healing, if we're not consistent in the in the things that might not always be the most comfortable, but we know is going to help us, that we know that, yeah, we don't want to deal with it, but it's going to cause us to deal with it and confront some things. If we stick with those things, it will shut down those demons from running rapid. It will shut down the generational curses. It's going to shut down um, each and everything that's that's killed off your family. It's been the reason why marriages don't last long. And that's and that's where if you want to feel good about yourself, if you want to get a little ego stroke, so to speak, that's true strength. Come on. That's true that's true. I did I did that. Yeah. Is when you're not just doing it for you. Right. Is when you're doing it for your family, when you're doing it for your community, when you're showing when you're living by when you're living and being the example when regardless of what temptations what uh, what friends say otherwise so it's pretty much when enough is enough right and you're enough done. and no love like you got to say enough is enough I'm tired of not feeling love I'm tired of not feeling good enough I'm tired of feeling rejected I'm tired of feeling Less than, again, bringing back up those things that most perpetrators of sexual abuse feel. Enough of that. You call that demon what it is. Enough of that shit. Hmm. Enough of that. I'm not dealing with that no more. It's time for me to rise up. And again, I may not been I may not been the cause or responsible for my hurt, but I'm but I'm gonna be the catalyst and take responsibility for my healing. And shut this down, not just for me, right? But for every, but for any and everybody else after me, whether it be my friends or whether it be my own family. So then we look at 
the enough is enough when it comes to the R. Kelly situation and all those women that were affected. Somebody that wasn't even a part of their camp and had gone through it looked at that and recognized the same pain in them, the same stuff they dealt with and was like, all right, now let's start to put a bug. It was a whole organization. Now let's start to put a bug in their ear. All right, let's get these women. Let's get them to talk. And as much as people people have whatever they want to say about R. Kelly, some folks don't even believe he did it. But now you see what happens when you finally shut something down, when you finally say, all right, enough is enough. And sometimes it takes that person, again, like you said, to be the catalyst. Whether you're, whether you're the person that specifically experienced it or you have gone through so much of a healing that you see it and you recognize it and you want to stop that from happening to anybody else. Years of pain. Decades of it. And in saying Coming what, to a halt. And in saying what we're saying, you know, because some people saw the R. Kelly interview, whatever... You know, people, you know, people can speculate, but when it's all said and done, and I'm, and I'm saying this just from a godly lens, and that is, is that R. Kelly's, I believe, I think he's upset, not that he got caught, not, not that everything is now happening to him. Hmm. I, I feel like he's upset and he's feeling what he's feeling because at some point God however he did in his life probably told him like you need to get help for that come to me or talk to so and so about it a lot of opportunities and we saw it we saw the opportunities Mm-hmm. We saw stuff, and he's a black man too. Yeah, we saw the opportunities. Cause there's no way. There, there were so many times, and the thing he's a one look. We saw we the that. opportunities. That mm-hmm. was the first thing, cause we saw the t- we saw when verdicts were overturned, and there wasn't enough evidence to um to hold him. We saw that plenty of times. But then let's add in the factor that he's a black man. In a country that's set up not to be too kind to minorities in any and way. And a musician. Right. Who during that time, what was it? The Chocolate Factory. Uh-huh. Um, what was the other one? Double Up and something else. Like, mm-hmm. his career was like getting back on track. So, he could have privately went and sought help. Yep. And not have told anybody. But his career was never off track. If we're being right, honest, that's true. Because he wrote so many songs. That's true. He wrote he wrote so many songs, so many things under his belt. That man ain't had to put out an album in so long he yet, sure and still consistently making money so, yeah. because he wrote so many songs. Mm-hmm. The man is ridiculously talented. Yeah, ridiculously. But it's amazing what happens when. There's a line of abuse that's not stopped because his sister, if I'm correct, is the mm-hmm. one who abused him she and his brother. It. And she was a teenager, which 
then brings on why he had an affinity for 14 and 15 and 16 year old girls because that was the age of his sister when he was abused by her. It's very interesting what happens when we don't stop something. And in his case, if we're going to be honest, that Jesus, that was God's grace because he was a kid. Mm-hmm. He didn't know any better. And even the stuff that he that he dealt with, that's, I, I, I thank God for his grace because he really did get a lot of chances. He was right there even then with music. Like, mm-hmm. he had music. So mm-hmm. he had a way of... Yeah. So many chances. So as we draw this to a close... Yes. It's, it is it's there. just it time, time to heal, rise up, and deal with past hurts, mm-hmm. current hurts, you know, transferences that may not be on. And look at what stuff needs to stop with you. Like what's like what Agreed. stuff needs to stop with you? I don't mm. care if you are if you already have children. If they're you especially know, that right. come on now because you never Be too old reason. to change. Right? Do not believe that you are never too old to change. Exactly. And the thing, I mean, I'm I'm watching my one of my sisters, um, one of my really good friends. I consider her a sister. Um, do that. Like, she didn't start changing her life till well after her child was, like, seven, eight years old. What the, what, y'all, love beats and heartstrings. What'd I say? Look. Children reveal what type of person you are. It's true. So. And she come is on. not only allowing the Lord to heal her, she's also shutting down things that she sees that her daughter may even be, like, as a, she's getting the... The, the wisdom of the Lord that's when right. it comes to I think all parents honestly truthfully do mm-hmm. because God that's a God given thing that is and she is shutting stuff down the minute she's like wait hold up wait a second because now her daughter is a teenager mm-hmm. uh, she just turned 16 or 17 no she just turned 16 mm-hmm. in June and so she's literally shutting stuff down and there's some stuff that she has had to deal with with her daughter But it's the same stuff that she's just, she's been getting broken free from as well. That's right. And she is fighting. And that's the better, and that's the best, that's the best place to be when you, when you, when you recognize a fault within you, that you've seen somebody else, that you're trying to overcome, help them too. And that's, and that's how, uh, and that's how a lot of this world and this generation Mm -hmm. misses out on blessings, misses out on keys and tools. Look. Is because you looking at somebody else thinking, how you gonna how you gonna tell me you in it? You don't know. They could be overcoming it too and fighting. Right. Fighting. And the thing is what and if you talk to her, look, the thing that is keeping her in the fight is it's interesting because Christ did this. Um, he healed ten lepers, right? And um at a time. And he told them to go. He didn't he didn't heal them and then they went they as they went they were healed is what the scripture Mm -hmm. says and for my sister as she is going along you see the healing 
you also see her testimony affecting others. She has a whole business that she started based off of her testimony. And you see the changes of, she don't even look like what she used to. She been locked up, all of that does not even look like it. When you move and operate by faith. And then you look at her child, her teenager. Great kid. And wants a lot out of life. Will you move and, forward by faith? Yes. And keep him at the forefront of your mind? Mm-hmm. And on the meditation of your heart? I'm just saying. You will be here. Because he gives you the things. strength to fight. It's not just you fighting. That's he right. gives you the strength to That's do right. the fighting. In fact, a lot of times he fights the battles for you. Because you only fight what you see. He fights the unseen. Seen. Okay. Okay. And allows you to fight so that you're not no weak Christian in the ba- on the back end. Mm-hmm. But you got some fight in you to shut down the things that the enemy has tried to. Literally, the enemy has won in the past. He's not winning now, but that's if you choose that. That's if you choose to walk in that strength. That's if you choose to take it and take the change. Well, you want to close us out this last couple of minutes? I think. Because <laughs> we said about fun. Ciao. <laughs> All right, Lord. Let's do this. Father God, we adore you. You are amazing. You are awesome. And Father, um, my God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for, um, Mm -hmm. Lord, for exposing the things that need to be exposed. And Lord, even as these things have been exposed, even as stuff has been brought up, Father God, we plead the blood of Jesus over it, Father. I pray, Lord, that whatever help is needed, that it is uh, released, that resources that people may need that's released to them, Father God, so that if they desire to deal with stuff, if they desire to um, to let go of things and truly seek after healing, Father God, I thank you that you make a way for them to do that, Father, in a safe place so that they may be healed and set free and that the fought and that the the family lineage that comes after them will look nothing like the previous generations. We declare this over each and every person and their lives, their families. We thank you. We 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 love you, God, and we thank you that you are our you you are our strength. You are our life and you are the one who is the light in our lives. And you shed light on the things that should not be there. And you are the one to close doors that no man can open. And you will open doors that no man can close. We bless you for who you are. And we receive all of you in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, y'all. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening. This was part two of Sex, Intimacy, and Vulnerability. Follow us on Instagram, Love Beats and Heartstrings for myself. Say it loud. Underscore the underscore, underscore movement. movement. Double S's. Yes. Yes. That, yes, y'all. Yes, so, yes, yes, y'all. You thank y'all. Um, tune in starting in August on the weekend. We are going to continue our little beach series. So, yep. yes, y'all. Stay tuned. <laughs> Holla. Holla. Have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Peace. Deuces.